0: This is an OHS.com.au production.
1: Welcome to Episode 73 of the Australian Health and Safety Business Podcast. I'm Brendan Tarazzi, the host of the show, and today I'm with Josh Griffin from Awards Australia.
0: Hi, Josh. Hey, Brendan. Thanks for having me on. How are you going today?
1: Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Now, I was intrigued about your, um, I guess, What got me interested in is the community awards program that you're offering or you're running. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is?
0: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Brendan. So the Community Achievement Awards started in 2002. And back then, it started as specifically a regional-only awards program to celebrate community groups and even businesses who are getting involved in the community uh, in regional areas. And it only really started in Victoria, Western Australia, and New South Wales. Since then, we've grown it and expanded it uh, across the country, so it's now in each state and territory. And we've also expanded it to include metro areas, with the one exception being WA, uh, because it's such a unique state with the way its geography is that it's so you know widespread. We have kept that as regional focus in WA because we feel that that's um, really unique, the way that they're set up over, over there out west. So, yeah, basically the whole idea about the awards is just to celebrate those people who are going unrecognised. You know, there's a lot of amazing charities, not-for-profits out there who are getting a lot of attention and media spotlight, and rightly so. But we're trying to go a little bit under the the radar, if you will, Brendan, uh, on the grassroots people and celebrate their stories and and their important and, and their role in the community. So, like, say, in 2023, how many awards are given out? Under, under this, it's a good question, uh, though, I should come prepare. I should come prepare with that. So we've got seven of those award programs. As like I said, each state and territory, ACT yep. is kind of combined in with New South Wales, and about eight uh, different awards per state. So someone better than Mass than 56, me will figure that out. 56, there you go. Yep, yep. So about fifty-six awards mm-hmm. we're giving out, and uh, you know, I guess the thing that makes it really relevant to, to this fantastic podcast is in almost every state, we do have an award that focuses in on safety.
1: Okay. Okay, so have you got? Um, I don't know. Have you got a story from uh, perhaps a previous safety award that has been given out that you'd like to share? Maybe. Yeah. Anyone, so maybe for some, sure. someone. I don't know. I don't know if you can name names, but if there's yeah, we okay. always like we always love a story. So yeah, um, for sure.
0: Now I prepared a few, and uh, for some reason my laptop is is doing a, bit, a few funny things with Microsoft Word of all things. So yeah, right. I'm going off my phone, but. Um, it, just last year in Queensland, we had someone, they won the Cineco Safety Award. And I guess that's one thing with their awards, because we're such a small company in Awards Australia, they're funded by sponsors. So okay. we rely on sponsorship to fu- uh, fund an award category. And Syneco is uh, a recruitment company and have a huge bit um, kind of focus on safety. So they've sponsored the Safety Award in Queensland and New South Wales. And last year is a really interesting one. It's so different to all the... Um, The usual nominations we get in Queensland, because a lot of them are mining-related or construction-related. And so the the previous three winners were all in that vein. And then last year, this fantastic nomination from 4RFM, so a regional radio station. Oh, nice. I like this. Yeah. yeah, Maranba, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, regional Queensland. It's a community radio station. They're dedicated to promoting road safety. So they were been holding a road safety week since 2019. And then last year, one of the initiatives that helped kind of propel them to the finalist stage was they ran a poster design competition and they got so many great entries. They actually transferred those designs onto vinyl banners and they hung them on school fences in the region. And they also held a special road safety parade with the schools and really engaged with kids, helping them to learn about road safety. And they got to ask questions of all the different emergency services services. Uh, who were in attendance, and it was a way to kind of make road safety fun and yeah. not just, you know, here's a message, boring, you got to drive safe. And they got the kids involved from primary school age right up to, to high school where obviously they're learning to drive themselves. So it was a really holistic approach where they're starting young, that message, which is important, and then they were going right to the source of the young drivers themselves. Um, and it was such a a unique Uh, Initiative and the way that this radio station really championed road safety um, that helped them to stand out uh, amongst some of the you know the other kind of more um, technical OHS officers and those kind of people and they they won the award last year which was really cool.
1: Yeah, I mean that sounds like an amazing grassroots campaign where you're connecting lots of parts of the community and it's about everyone wins out of that, right? Exactly right. So is that the sort of thing that you're looking for where? Perhaps there's, um, yeah, it's as you say, it's a community project, and like there's lots of different stakeholders
0: involved, but everyone gets a benefit. Is that it's a really good example, Brendan? Um, yeah. But it's funny because, as I said, the the previous three award winners were more kind of from a corporate sense, yeah, and so we do find that with the awards that, um, and, and I should say that those um, those nominations still had a big community uh influence in their nomination because it is the community achievement awards so uh, a safety initiative that is involving the community or or assisting the community in some way is always going to be looked at really well but we do see that year on year uh, and it has influences for what's going on in the community around us so obviously in 2020 and 2021 with the flow and effects of covid the majority of nominations were around covid safe plans um and it's yeah. hard to, you know, differentiate which COVID safe plan is better than the other. Um, so you had to look at what was uh, kind of uh, innovative at that time. So we do see that as well with trends in the environment. Um, so, for example, if there's, you know, bushfires and things like that, then we're going to see nominations for um, emergency services responders who have gone above and beyond uh, during that time. So it does change a little each year, Brendan. And yep. uh, I guess I only mentioned that if someone's listening, thinking, "Yeah, um, I've got a great safe initiative at my work. It's yep. not necessarily a community project. It's still 100% eligible.
1: Yeah, I mean, that uh, part of regional Queensland, I think it's Moran Bar and that's in the Bowen Basin and the Bowen Basin has a reputation for some of the highest road fatalities in the country just because of all the com- the long commute from, you know, towns out to the mining companies. So that I know fatigue management's a huge uh, issue that's promoted out in that space. So ama- amazing story. Um, now we've got your... Uh, colleague Reno here. Shall we let him in on the call and and um, see if he can add anything, or will we just keep? Yeah,
0: going? perfect. Let's yeah. see if Reno can join us.
1: All right, I'll just try that. Um, and so, have you got another example, Josh? Of um, uh, I don't know, maybe from a different state. Um, I love that. I love that community award. That's that's um, that's a really really nice feel good.
0: Yeah. So in Tassie is a uh, we have a safety award as well, which comes from um, a slightly different. Uh, kind of vein, I suppose, different approach, because it's looking around, um, you know, th- things with disabilities, so the sponsor there is yeah. MAIB, and yeah. uh, I'll, I'll bring up one of those examples as well because, you know, Tassie's such a, again, I saw about WA earlier how it's a unique community being so, you know, regional focused, and Tassie obviously you go there and everyone knows each other, so yeah, it gives a, another kind of lens to it, but Uh, One of the previous winners there was uh, Corey Barnes and he's overcome socioeconomic disadvantage and child abuse, family breakdown and development delays. Uh, So he's facing a lot of challenges uh, in his life Um, and he's a volunteer. So he was mainly recognised for his volunteer work and with the Gagebrook Community Centre as well and the Big Issue um, and around the Homeless World Cup. And so... I haven't got a lot of details on his nomination, but, again, that just shows you a completely different approach Mm. to what safety is about. He's obviously looking at uh, how it's safe for people with disability to volunteer in those programs and bringing that approach to to three different organisations. So, again, a really nice example of someone just, you know, trying to bring their own personal experience to help others uh, in and around them in the community. So I wanted to...
1: um... I wanted to ask, dig a bit further into Awards Australia, because you were saying before we started recording that it's a family company. Can you give me some history on why, you know, when the business started and, and why did it start?
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, it started back in the 80s, actually. So it's been going for quite some time. And uh, my dad, Jeff, he actually worked for another Jeff who started the company. His name is Jeffrey Hopp. And essentially it started because, and I'll get the years wrong, but something like 1985 was the International Year of Youth, apparently. It was this big um, UN kind of thing. And uh, so what happened is Jeffrey Hop was an entrepreneur in Gold Coast, Queensland, he knew the Jeans West uh, owner, and they decided that they wanted to do something to celebrate this, and they came up with the Young Achiever Awards. And this actually predates the Australian of the Year Awards, if I'm uh, getting that correctly. That's got a a really strong brand because I I even recognise that the Young Achieve yeah. Awards. yeah well so that that ran as a one-off program but it was so good that um Jeffrey Hopp this guy decided to create Awards Australia as a company to run yeah. the Young Achieve Rewards right. and uh so to this day our company Awards Australia still runs the Young Achieve Rewards and I guess that's where our we started and and my dad came on a few years later to help um take it around the country because initially it was only in one or two different states yeah, and since then, the Young Achiever Awards brand, as you said, has become quite recognisable. Sponsored by Seven News these days, so we get lots of great news coverage, and that led, I suppose, to Dad taking over the company. He he bought the company from his then boss and mentor, Jeffrey Hopp, and uh, in two thousand two, you know, his passion for the community mm-hmm. is what made him start the Community Achievement Awards. So you know, growing up as a as a young fella. I kind of would come along to some of these events and think, Oh yeah, that's kind of cool, kind of fancy, not really thinking about it too much until, uh, dad started playing the seed going, well, you know, one day I'm going to get a bit, a bit too old for this. And, um, I believe in it so strongly that I want it to continue. And I really think that it will work best for mm-hmm. family to take it over, to keep yeah. it true to what its values are, um, rather than try and sell the business. So, cause at that time I think he was thinking, you know, do I have to sell the business? And I wasn't too interested and I actually worked in the oil and gas industry at the time. And so that's probably my closest link to safety is uh, going down to a gas plant and having to go through the uh, safety inductions and things like that, um, which is a bit unnecessary because all I did was cost control. So I was basically just typing in some spreadsheets. But um, I was a bit unsure until, again, I went back to another one of the events because I hadn't been in a number of years. And I guess the difference was from a kid or a teenager then seeing it as an adult, Um my perception really changed and it kind of unlocked in me the importance of it and the power of storytelling and what it means to the people. That's I think the difference is that I actually talked to the people who received the awards afterwards um, and heard what it meant to them, how special it was for them to be recognised in that kind of level. Uh, And I knew then that I was definitely going to become involved at some point. And I guess the tipping point was um, I was getting married and I really wanted to go on an extravagant and long honeymoon and uh, my current workplace wouldn't give me the time off,
1: and so okay. I said, "Dad, how
0: about I start with you, and you give me uh, paid leave for a little bit in advance, and uh, you know I'll work it off." Um, and he's like, "Yeah, all right. So that was the uh, the negotiations over uh, a glass of red wine after dinner one night. And uh, yes, yeah, so I was I was uh, in the negative annual leave for quite some time, but thank- thankfully thankfully, can say ten years later. Uh, it's all good. I've stayed on, and uh, absolutely love it. Cannot get enough of of working in this field. Um, and in in since that time, my mum has come on board. We actually had to poach her because she's been an office manager. She's been an IT specialist. She's been a bookkeeper. And so, when you're in a small business to get someone like that with multi skilled, we said, Mum, you got to come over. You got to work with yeah. us. Yeah, with and my y- brother as well, who were uh, who you actually spoke to.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a real um, a real family
0: business. That's right. We've got four Griffins. Uh, we've got four non Griffins. I think there's eight of us now. So um, try and keep that balance. And uh, and yeah, it's really it's really special to work in a family environment where you know we all get along, we all have the same goals, um, and uh, we've got you know four staff who are are not family members who who are right there with us. And it's uh, yeah, it's really good.
1: Well, this might be a great uh, segue to uh, have a quick. Uh, chat to um, Reno. Let's see if we can get down. Uh, uh, there we go. Hi, Reno. How are you going? Good morning. Uh, that's all right. So tell us what uh, you do for Awards Australia.
2: So thanks. All uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. Yep. So uh, I'm the safety manager for Syneco Global Recruitment. Um, we are um, a recruitment company um, yes. uh, who are uh, internationally owned, but we're Australian run. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could, if just take a couple of minutes first, just tell you a little bit about us um, and uh, and how we got involved. So we do have an Australia wide footprint. We started uh, as a one man band uh, eleven years ago with our managing director Mike, um, and over those eleven years have slowly grown. we now have a <clears throat> an Australia wide footprint um, with offices in um, in every uh, mainland state. We're not in uh, Tasmania yet, but uh, with uh, with the merger. About four years ago, we we moved into the eastern um, states um, and then uh, sorry, with acquisition four years ago and then a merger, we were in Kalgoorlie as well. So we're in all the, the, the major capitals in the mainland and a couple of regionals as well. Um, we're an organisation that is, uh, as far as, rec- and, and a lot of companies have dealt with recruitment agencies, we're not a traditional as far as how we uh, KPI our staff as far as making sales calls and all of that sort of stuff. We're very service-driven Organisation and uh, both with our clients and our candidates and, and employees. Um, it's a very, very different market than when I first started in the game twenty years ago, um, and the uh, uh, and and the biggest changes really come for me in um, in uh, within the candidate market as far as shortages and and, and the different expectations from uh, from potential employees. So, Sinico, uh, we have a, a we we trade under Cineco and SNU so Cineco we do industrial blue collar everything construction fabrication manufacturing trades um, and SNU which is professional services um, about 5 years ago I first we first got introduced to uh um community awards. went along in Adelaide actually to a young achiever awards night um, and, and, and invited to that just to have a look what it was all about and 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 for me that night what was unbelievably impressive was the feel from all the people that were there um all the um you know the finalists and the people that had uh, had made nominations and 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 it was great it was truly community um and it was a, a truly in uh, a really a recognition a recognition um uh, you know um event and uh, and and the feel in the whole place was uh, was unbelievable so for us we we decided we at that point we'd you know we'd love to we'd love to get involved and, and um so we, we created the uh, the Synico Safety Award. We have yeah, been doing right. that for I think four years in, in oh, yeah. Queensland now and this year we are going into into New South Wales as well. So for us safety is um as I said before, we're a, we're a very service driven organisation and safety is a really paramount as part of that service. Um, so it's not just about working with our clients, and you know, as far as understanding procedures and systems and operating procedures, risk assessments, and all that stuff and their controls. Um, and again, we like to work with like-minded clients as far as that. But we like to work with our provide that service to our candidates as well. So candidate care to us is unbelievably important. Uh, the you know um, 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 facilitated toolbox talks on site and regular communication. So. Uh, one of the biggest things about recruitment agencies, one of the biggest complaints that the industry gets is that um, once people get placed into work, they never hear from recruitment agencies again, but well, we'd like to think we're far from that um, and um, and really have a, a, a really good presence on site and that our people who work for us um, feel appreciated and feel valued. And, and, and The best way we can do that is actually by A, by paying them, uh, B, by um, uh, keeping them safe on site and, and then having a regular presence and communication with them. So it's not just about safety as well. It's not just about not getting injured, but um, you know, very much about well-being as well. So, um, you know, mental health, and, and we do uh, uh, you know different campaigns at different times of the year. We offer the APS. Um, in actual fact, our our management offered uh, uh, middle of last year all of our internal staff the opportunity to do a certificate for in you know, work health and safety. Um, uh, you know, to increase uh, increase our our service levels at, at you know in that sort of area as well. So. Um, so for us, it's about not only attracting people, but the retention of people, and we want to do it, you know, with, with some um, in, in the way that in the way that we treat them. So um, we got involved with community awards back then. We really see it as a um, uh, an opportunity for us to <clears throat> give back a little bit. Um, with what we've seen over the over that journey over the four years is we've had uh, nominations and uh, from everywhere from individuals through to community groups. Um, different projects around the place and indeed some corporates as well. That's That's exactly what I was saying to
0: Brendan before that. Um, You know, know, Brendan was saying, oh, what type of uh, nomination you look for? And what you just said then is so true. You get so many different approaches to safety, which is one of my favourite things about the award. It's not um, really narrow focus, is it? So it's really open to anyone.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. And and it's probably never been more so uh, Brendan and Josh at the moment because, Whilst we talk about, obviously, safety at work, and, and that's our, our focus and what we hope to to be able to, uh, you know, control, you know, all you have to do is look at South Australia in the last six months. Um, there's been some horrific um, uh, road accidents, actually. i I've I'll, I'll never recall a year where we've had so many. And, and so, you know, this impacts communities, and a lot of them are regional, so this impacts communities. So, again, we are really happy to receive nominations from all different, you know, we've had, nominations from radio stations doing promotion campaigns and those sort of things so for us it's been excellent um we wanted that you know through the awards we want to demonstrate our focus on this and we want to be able to yes we want to attract people that have that like-minded we want employees who think who feel that safety is a really important part of their decision making about who they're going to go and work for and if that can help if that can help them make the decision that they want to come and work for us that'd be that'd be uh um uh, fantastic you know so ultimately. We want people who come to work, you know, enjoy their work, who make good decisions, um, you know, who who, aren't, who don't get complacent or or that can manage that complacency still with, uh, you know, by doing the right things, maybe stopping and taking five every now and then or all those sort of things. Um, and just one finally about the awards is um, the one thing that I was... Um, uh, I don't mean this in any other way. I was really surprised. The decision-making process is unbelievably professional, and and uh, we sit around a table. You know, and once we once we shortlist, um, you know, I might get down to eight nomin eight eight finalists, for example. And once we shortlist, it's very uh, strong and robust uh, conversations around a table, and and it's all very uh, very objective. So the whole process is uh, fantastic for me. Thank you.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, well, thanks so much, Reno, for um, you know coming on. From a sponsor point of view, it's always good to to. Um, I, I've developed actually a theory that the the happiest people in the world always have a connection with community because it's it's not yeah. about the I guess the um, the reason for getting involved is something a bit more altruistic. So not about just making money or anything. It's about actually yeah. engaging, interacting with fellow human beings, and and trying to make a difference. So, yeah. Yeah, th- thanks. Uh, thanks so much, Rena. Oh, thanks for having me on this morning. Absolutely. Now, Josh, I've got a few more questions for you. Um, what? So, what are the plans for Awards Australia? Like, it sounds like you've been going strong. You were saying uh, your father took over in two thousand and two, so you're over twenty years old in this sort of um, part of the journey. Where to next?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. So, we've got a few uh, ambitions, and you know, Jeff, my dad is a uh, slowing down and getting to that retirement um, kind of transition. So a couple of things we've got in mind is uh, doing something nationally. At the moment, everything is just focused on its own state, and we've done that intentionally so that you can really focus in, you know, for example, Reno's talking about the Synago Safety Award in Queensland and New South Wales. By keeping that as a state-based award, you can really focus in on those communities and, you know, things can get a bit... Uh, lost if you're comparing a regional Queensland initiative to a Metro Victorian initiative. Got it. So, sense.
1: yeah, yeah. So then you could take it to the next step and go, well, out of all the winners from the States, then this is the national winner for, you know, 2024 or, or whatever. Yes, it is, that's what, right. Whatever it so, is. Not putting, any, not putting any pressure on you, Josh, <laughs> to make that happen by next year. But um,
0: No, it's a few years off because we need to secure um, the right kind of funding because it wouldn't really work to try and get everyone to pay their own way to go to a national thing. So we have to kind of get that sorted first. And we've actually started recently, like uh, last month, it was finally um, officially uh, certified. We've got our foundation has received charity um, status, which is fantastic. So now we're in the process of like, oh, actually that's come through, brilliant. And now we're trying to work that out so that we can um, channel funding through there as well. And our core pillars are around you know, inclusion for um, people with disability, multiculturalism, um, celebrating First Nations achievements and things like that, and accessibility. So that kind of will help get people together to uh, an important function where we can celebrate them on a national stage. That's one big, that's like our, you know, they call it hairy audacious goal or whatever. whatever. So uh,
1: Yeah, so you're relying on, you know, the likes of private sponsors like Cineco to support the awards is there any government funding um or grants available for this type of thing
0: yeah there is we've got some pretty good um input from state government departments um so definitely really thankful for for their support um pretty crucial to be honest and and by targeting this kind of national approach is, is really where we can then maybe go and look at federal funding. Federal funding, funding yeah. Um, so, so is it the so, likes
1: of WorkSafe or, is, or there's different awards in different categories? So,
0: Yeah, potentially. So just to touch on quickly, um, I mentioned at the start that we've got, you know, a safety award in most states. So in Tasmania, I did mention MAIB have a safety award. In WA, it's the Insurance Commission of Western Australia, um, they have a safety award. And uh, New South Wales and Queensland is Sinico, of course. So... The thing is, though, we do always make sure we've got award categories that are quite broad so that if someone goes, oh, okay, I don't know which one to nominate into, we usually have some that really look at, you know, community initiative or or those, or those small business achievements. So if there's anyone listening that thinks that their organisation or, or they've got a, a person that they want to nominate um, and they're unsure of what category, please just reach out to me um, at awardsaustralia.com. You can find there's a contact page. There's a lot of different... Um, information there you'll easily be able to get in contact with me from that and uh, yeah i can help people find the right category um to nominate into because whilst i've talked about sponsors a bit you know at the heart of what we do is about the people nominating in that's the why yeah Yeah. you know the sponsors and and reno thank you mate for your support and mike obviously um and you guys are able to help us achieve the why uh because without your support we couldn't and so it really is about the nominees and the community um people and when you come to one of our awards as reno said the feel it's all about the nominees and obviously mm. our sponsors are there and they're featured but everything is about the nominees we're sharing their stories um and it's uh it is a really nice thing
1: well thanks so much josh for coming on and also reno um uh for telling us about awards australia and your community achievement awards so uh, for anyone that's interested, um, that didn't catch it, awardsaustralia.com, go in and have a look, and I'm sure uh, you can reach out to Josh or Reese if you need a little bit of help on on how to nominate.
0: Thanks very much, yeah. Josh. Thanks, Brendan. Nominations are open right now up until next couple of months, so uh, up until September I think would be the absolute latest you could get in, but, uh, yeah, get to awardsaustralia.com to nominate. You've been listening to an ohs.com.au production.
1: I hope you've been enjoying listening to the podcast. If you are, it would be great if you could help us out by leaving us a review and sharing this with friends and colleagues.